episode of Block Talk, presented by Hidden Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode. And leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheaterInTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Fred Van Leer is back and bringing along 10 new queens to vie for the crown of Netherlands' next drag superstar. Who will join Envy Peru with the crown? We'll find out soon. But for now, let's talk all things we know about Drag Race Holland Season 2. Joining me to preview it all are Miss Felicia and live from the Netherlands, it's Skylar Versailles. Welcome! Hey, thank you for having hey. me. Thank you for being here. Um, I, I'm very excited because I've, I've slowly um, been bringing international guests onto the podcast. I have a friend from UK who's been my UK correspondent. I have a friend in uh, Sydney who's been my Australia correspondent. And now I got a Dutch correspondent. I love it. Welcome. <laughs> well, I'm not really Dutch. I'm American, but I moved right, here. Right. <laughs> so for the listeners who may not know, you lived in New York. You were a performing queen in New York I, City for uh, quite did. a while. I did drag in New York City for about 16 years. I was in the original cast from Queen at Industry and I worked at a, a drag restaurant called Lips, the ultimate in gay clown uh-huh. dining. And gay yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but I worked at Lips for 14 years. I worked, yeah, everywhere at some point in New York City. I'm an old lady. <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm very grateful for your sisters at Lips for connecting us. Because um, I had just put on Facebook, I was like, does anyone know any queens who speak Dutch or anything? And um, the lovely Ruby Rue connected us. And yeah, well, I feel the like answer, kind of a random The country. banter between all of you was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I, I think i've only been to lips once and that was for heidi ho's scream queens um extravaganza oh, yeah i think i was away when she did that i think i might have been here visit my boyfriend is dutch that's actually why i moved so uh but i think either i was vis- i think i was visiting him here when she did it because mm-hmm. i was doing like uh like a month in new york and or five five weeks in new york and then coming here for three weeks and then going back home for five weeks in here so i was traveling a lot yeah (laughs) living the dream well i always have to give a disclaimer on these episodes um for whoever may be listening as we've sometimes had um contestants listen to the podcast and not be happy with some other comments but this is an entertainment podcast we are discussing a reality tv show characters as presented through reality television production we are shown what the editing of a television show wants us to see which we react to what is presented yes these are real people that have been given an opportunity to go on television to share their craft but they also put themselves out there in a position to be discussed what is said on the podcast is for entertainment purposes about a reality tv show just putting the disclaimer out there um because after the tina burner fiasco we want to just let everyone know that we're here for fun we're here for fun um but yeah, so before we started, we were talking about there's just been a lot of drag race going on in 2021 um, with the international seasons, and uh, we're still in the midst of a, a very fun uh, All-Star 6. Miss um, Felicia, how are you feeling about all this drag so far? It's a blessing and a curse, I think. You know, there's nothing wrong with a lot of drag race. It's my favorite show, so I'm always happy to have more. But I, I could use a break 
for a minute. You know, it's like two multiple seasons going on at one time is like a lot and doesn't really happen with any other TV show. So that's, it's interesting, but I get it. And I'm happy in the future when I get to look back at so many awesome seasons of Drag Race. Yeah, I think that's the the really amazing thing is that not only is the, the Drag Race family expanding, but just the visibility of being able to see how drag is in other countries is so, so incredible. Um, I know a lot of people because of the placement of the, of the season didn't watch Drag Race España. And for me, that was like some of the most exciting drag I've seen in such a long time because they incorporated their culture so beautifully into it. Um, and I'm hopeful and optimistic that maybe season two of Holland will um, take a note out of their book. Skyla, how is life in the Netherlands? Um, honestly, it, I mean, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I mean well, right, well, right now it's summer, so we have daylight, but the winter ends up being like five hours of daylight. <laughs> sure. But, um, but no, but life is great here. And the good thing is, you know, there's really, it's super, it's a super queer friendly country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, and there's a lot of opportunities and for, especially for queer performers and stuff, you know, uh, companies don't shy away from hiring queer performers to do like different events at their, at their establishments and stuff, which is really awesome. And I think we were actually one of the first countries to uh to legalize gay marriage so it's like you know yes i believe that that is fact um because last season when we did the preview podcast again didn't have much information on the contestants i was like let me at least let the listeners know about the netherlands and how queer culture is there and it really is such a beautifully queer friendly place yeah the only thing is i wish we're still doing um you know everybody's dealing with the different covid issues and everything Um, you know, we're not like in New York where everybody's able to have a good old time. Here, you still have to stay seated. And actually right now in the the restrictions that we have, we're actually not allowed to do live performances in bars. Mm-hmm. So- Interesting. We're able to do cultural, thi- cultural things, as I'm putting quotation marks, <laughs> um, things like in theaters and whatnot. Um, but, you know, a lot, th- it, it's a little complicated to try to organize stuff, but- especially because they just keep on, they keep on flip-flopping. So you never know what right. you're going to have, what you're going to be able to do, what you're not going to be able to do. So a lot of places are worried about not just, not just with drag stuff, but shows in general, people are worried about investing money into trying to do a show and then have, being told you can't do it, you know? Yeah. So that's a no, I, I, I completely understand. I mean, it, I feel like it's a day by day battle of what's going to happen uh, with mandates and everything. What are you going to be allowed to do? So. It, we are grateful to be able to still have opportunities to perform and go out, but everyone, if you can get a vaccination, please go get your vaccination. Yes. Do it. Please. But as far as, as far as it goes for, um, with, especially the drag race girls, a lot of them, I mean, I was literally, I was driving through another small village and I saw a poster of Envy Peru on one of the bus stops. Yes. Like I'm just driving. Yeah. There's Envy Peru. I mean, I was, te- I was telling her about, I was like, yeah, I saw your poster. And that's like, and by the way, they drew horns and a mustache. So it looked great. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that was actually going to be a question I was going to ask you is obviously we know how drag race is here in the USA where we love it because we get to watch it, but it's not fully mainstream. Like certain other reality shows are. What is drag race like in the Netherlands? Um, I mean, Everybody knows what it is. They don't mm-hmm. necessarily watch it. I mean, everybody, like, I would say from 40 under, you know, sure. they've heard of it. 
Um, cause you know, I, whenever I was working, I always get, have you ever tried out for that show? <laughs> you should be on that show, you know, that, that show that, that RuPaul. Yeah, exactly. Um, so everybody pretty much knows what it is. Like I said, from 40 and under, um, but I don't know if it's necessarily mainstream. I do kind of live in a gay bubble, so I don't really, sure. you know, everybody yeah, it's, it, knows. You have, um, at least in the UK where they treat their reality stars very differently than we do here. They embrace them and, and love the reality TV culture. Um, you have in the UK when you have a song like UK Hun blowing up the charts, literally never would happen in America. We, yeah. we, we just, it, it, not, a RuPaul song is not going to chart there. Um, so I, I, it's, I am curious uh, to know how um, Drag Race yeah. Is, uh, I will say in the past, there they have had a mainstream drag queen here for decades. Mm -hmm. um, her name is Mayday, and she literally is a household name. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, like everybody and, knew exactly who she was. Um, even my boyfriend's parents, you know, they're, they knew who she was. She's really yeah. a household name. So people have been very accepting and open to drag as an art form and as performance. So... Yeah, I mean, uh, last season, I believe Mayday made an appearance on the uh, show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't very yeah. happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I remember, in the, again, the preview podcast being like, we know Mayday will appear. We don't know what capacity. Maybe she'll be on the panel. That didn't pan out, but... Yeah, I personally think she would have been a significantly better judge than many of the ones that they had. Because some of them had mm -hmm. no idea what the hell they were talking about. And from yeah. what I've gathered, there's quite a few comments that are similar to stupid comments made this next coming season. <laughs> well, that, that is going to be uh, one thing that um, watching last season was really interesting. Obviously, uh, as I've learned in the Netherlands, English is, I believe the percentage was like 90% spoken by most people. Um, yes. Everybody here. Like, actually, that's one of the hardest things about learning to speak Dutch is when you do speak Dutch, if they can hear you slightly struggling, they immediately switch to English. Uh, you never <laughs> sure. have to practice. Yeah, so the idea of being like culturally immersed and learning the language does not happen here. <laughs> yeah, so I remember watching last season where I believe like most of the season they would speak in Dutch and then you'd have someone like Janie JK who's like, no, I'm gonna, you're getting the English from me. They, they yelled um, at Janie about it, actually. <laughs> they told her like, yeah. in Dutch, in Dutch. They made her re-say things in Dutch because she said things in English. I'm That's not surprised, funny. but you know what? It also may, may or may not have helped her get onto an international all-star season if there is one. I don't know, just speculation, things I may have heard. I don't know. Just, well, just I worked with Janie in, um, in Mykonos and we were together for like three, it was like three and a half months and literally we were together like every single day. We did a seven day cabaret yeah. show, but we were also going out and stuff. So she's, she was so used to, and she was so used to speaking English there with me and she spoke a lot in Amsterdam because a little a side note about what she used to do for a living. She used to work at the bathhouse in Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. Not surprised. She, yeah, she mm -hmm. did. She used to work at the bathhouse. She was the, uh, she was the door girl. She took the money. Yes. So I, I right. used to I used to joke around with her and tell her she used to take a mop and mop up in the back. But anyway, take one of her wings. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, but yeah, she, uh, you know, her English is perfect. I honestly, I don't, she yeah. does like zero, she has zero um, like accent. And on top of that, like I, she's one of my favorite people to do a show with because she's one of the few girls that can give it really hard. I'm relatively witty when I'm on the microphone. And um, she's her and actually this season's Reggie B are the only two girls that I know can give it just as good as they take it. So nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah so last season, the subtitles I know were um, not the best Google Translate uh, there could have been. 
Um, hopefully this season may be a little better. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But even like the little promo clip that I saw already, everything was in English. The banter was in English. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We'll see how yeah. it goes. But I have some facts we need to get through before we meet our queens. Season two will debut on August 6, 2021 on WoW Presents Plus internationally and in the Netherlands on Videoland. It is rumored that the grand prize this season will include a cash prize of 15,000 euros, a crown and scepter from Fierce Drag Jewels, their own stage at Milkshake Festival 2022 in Amsterdam, and a beauty editorial in the Dutch edition of Cosmopolitan. So this so no season dress is, this time. There's not going to be a dress uh, just sitting around uh, waiting for Envy Peru. What will uh, they do now? <laughs> yeah, I know. And just that just happened to be in her size. Come on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That dress was the talk of the season. Well, <laughs> Did you hear the tea? So, you know, Patty Pam from last season, she made the mm-hmm. exact dress. I remember seeing it. I was like, you get girl. it, girl. <laughs> Patty, apparently, girl, they, they were not, some people were not very happy about it. But another thing, another another tea that I had gotten is the dress that Envy had gotten was actually a reject dress of Beyonce. Ooh. <laughs> That's pretty fierce, though. I don't know if it's completely true, but this is what okay. told by people that I know should know. So, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, you got Beyonce's what is... Girl. <laughs> That's so funny. There's worse so the question... <laughs> So the question is, what is Milkshake Festival? Listeners, Milkshake Festival is an all-inclusive weekend festival of music, dance, DJs, drag, and so much more that features over a thousand performers each day. Um, I wasn't familiar with Milkshake Festival, but I had heard of it. Um, Miss Felicia, you've never heard of it? I've never heard of it, no. But it sounds fun. I want to go. Yeah, I was like, this sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I've actually never been to it. I've seen lots of videos and pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of friends. I was supposed to perform at it this year, actually, but it was canceled mm-hmm. again because COVID. Um, but yeah, it's in one of it's in, I think it's Vondel Park, right? Uh yeah, I think it's Vondel Park. Uh West Park, sorry. Um, and it's uh it's one of the largest, one of the larger parks in Amsterdam. And they have multiple stages just set up all around the park that you go to. So there's all That's different so cool. going on constantly. Um, so like the you know, it's not all just drag queens. It is all different kind of artistic mm-hmm. stuff and everything. But you might have like, you know, you might have some kind of a burlesque stage on one side of the park and then you have the drag stage on the opposite side, you know? So the drag stage was actually done by another drag queen named Lady Galore. Mm. So she was the one who did the drag stage for uh, Milkshake. But um didn't happen this year. Hopefully next year. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's part of the prize package. So here's hoping whoever wins gets to have that in their prize. But... Fred Van Leer is back to host the show, and Fred's makeup this season will be done by season one winner, Envy Peru. Exciting. Uh, which will be very exciting. Um, we will talk about uh, the season one makeup and hair later on in this episode, for those who may not know those little tidbits. Mm-hmm. But there is a big judges panel shakeup. Um, as we learned literally this morning, um, as it was released on the Drag Race Holland Instagram, Nikki Plesson is not returning. Um, class. Everson and Nikki Tutorials are no longer unofficial rotating judges. Um, we will have a new bestie to uh, Fred and duo to play the rotation spot. Apologies in advance for not pronouncing names properly, but um, Mary Kay Samello, who will be replacing Nikki Plesson as the main judge, she is the founder of the aforementioned Milkshake Festival. 
So now that is our tie-in to Milkshake Festival. Very exciting. Um, presenter Carlo Bozhard and the subject of a Snatch Game performance last season, Raven Van Dorst, will be the two rotating judges, both of whom appeared as guest judges last season. Um, for those who may not remember, um, Raven Van Dorst was who uh, Mama Queen did for Snatch Game, and they um. were going to be considered a uh, get, uh, a permanent judge for season one but could not do it due, due to scheduling conflicts so welcome to the show um do either of you remember their appearances from last season well um carlos carlo yeah uh i also know carlo from here mm -hmm. um because he's a, he's a major celebrity here i did a, right. actually, that show i said i did with nikki tutorial uh i did the show with nikki tutorials uh it's called make up your mind um he's the main host of it Right. So, you know, we spent a whole day and he's a lovely guy and I think he's fun. I mean, he's, he's a, here, he's like a character actor. He does a TV show called TV Canteen and he's hysterical, like hysterical. Yeah. yeah I remember him being very, very funny last season. So this is exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for him. I remember Mama Queen's performance, but I don't really remember him too much. A lot of the season is a blur for me. It was We've had like there's been a lot of drag since, race in between. So. <laughs> They're all mixing together now. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so it'll it'll be very interesting to see how this dynamic works. Um, obviously, Fred is our our main judge here once again, and it really was a, the Fred show. Um, and I, I enjoy Fred, and we'll see how um, Fred does with with the new looks this season. Um, what are you looking forward to? for season two anything from the first season you want to see back anything you want to see changed thoughts feelings well for me i thought the first season the looks were beautiful like every girl's mug was stunning so i'm hoping obviously i mean we've seen the meet the queen or the promos so i'm expecting similar on that level i thought some of the judging and the way they like structured how they were choosing their winners last season was kind of strange it seems like yeah, none of the challenges <laughs> mattered at all um, get ready <laughs> oh god so i hope i hope that they saw that and the challenges weigh a little more um but yeah i'm hoping for yeah, a great I, season i i i mean i fully agree did we really know from day one and peru is probably going to win the season yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very highly likely and they made no secret about it either. Honey, there were, were definitely gagged. times. They yeah. were gagged. She had everybody. She had everybody fooled. It's a very small community here. And when she was going in, because everybody here, it's like if any girls disappear because they had to quarantine for two weeks, anybody who sure disappeared no. and couldn't meet up, everybody's calling each other. Let's have coffee to see who's going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with the judging, it, like there were definitely moments where a, there could have been a Setter Jean win. There could have been a Chelsea boy win. The one where they and were like, you won them. Snatch Game and be Peru. You're the winner right. of this challenge. <laughs> right. So like, there, it definitely wasn't a mystery until we got to that final episode. And I was like, is Janie going to beat her? She She's far exceeding her in this performance. Obviously didn't happen because like track record alone, you couldn't give it to her. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I have like, we definitely do have a front runner and we'll discuss her um because when you're an international superstar winning at one of the biggest pageants on the planet you're going to be a front runner um but i i agree i think it'll be interesting to see how the judging goes down and if there is a little bit more mystery um or not my big 
thing that I'm uh, hoping to see is after, again, watching Drag Race España, is if there is going to be a little more uh, Dutch culture inspired runways and, and challenges, because it was so fun learning about Spain through Drag Race, through that lens. Um, so that is my hope, is that we'll get a little more of that. And also with a transgender contestant, will any of the verbiage change um, that is, was used? Obviously on the main show, Rue has um, adjusted certain words from best woman to best drag queen. Will that work in Dutch? I'm not sure. Um, well, they still say meisjes, which means girls. Mm -hmm. But okay. I think that's, all, but that's, but that's a common term of saying, you know, gay men saying it all the time to each other. Hey, hey meisjes. It's like, hey, girls. You know, it's gotcha. just a normal thing. Yeah, or you can also say youngin, youngin, which means boys. But youngin is right. it's a general thing. It's like saying, hey, guys, youngin, which means boy. It's It might translate as calling somebody a boy, but in fact, it's actually the term like, hey, guys, let's go. You know, like even if you're talking to a just a random group of all different gendered people. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, again, obviously in the U.S., we're, we got a lot of people who are a lot more sensitive to verbiage and terminology. So I, I'm excited either way. But Scott, anything you're excited to see in this upcoming season? Um, honestly, I'm just really happy to have people that I'm good friends with and people that I feel like really deserve a platform are really getting a platform. You know, yeah. sometimes I've worked with many drag race girls from the U.S. and I'm not going to say which ones, but some of them I really feel really don't deserve the platform that they have. They're very unprofessional. And mm -hmm. these girls that I know that are on this show, they are pretty much almost everybody very professional on this. Like yeah. everybody, that, some of them are newer. Some of them have been around for a long time, but I feel like every single one of them really has something to bring. And that's one of the things I really liked about season one and now season two is it's all girls. I feel like every single person on there deserves a spot there. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and that's, that's something that I really, I really like about it. Maybe it's also my own personal bias, but I really feel like every girl on there, I don't know. Of course I have the ones that I want to win more because they're my, you know, they're my girls, but sure, I would be okay sure. with anybody. Cause I think they're all very talented. So, and I'm not even trying to blow smoke up anybody's ass, you know? It's yeah, just no, I, I, I fully agree because there are definitely times when, again, I watch all the drag race. So I'll see a promo um, shoot. I'll take it in. And it'll take me a while to recall everyone's name. This cast, I was able to do within like an hour and be like, I know who individually all of you are. And I was excited by it. So I'm, I'm very excited by this cast. Uh, Miss Felicia, how, how, what was your first impression of seeing the first, these first 10 queens? Um, I only know Vanessa from like before, but they I'm all look really cool. Um, yeah. I'm really excited to see all of them. I really like the looks and like the theme. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. Um, I, and it's fun going into a season, really not having many expectations for most of the Queens, I think. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that I did note as I was going through it, not, this isn't a read apologies. If, this, if it comes off as a read, this is one of the oldest casts in franchise history. Fun. Really? Most most of the cast is over 30. I'm trying to think. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go through it as we go through each queen. But yeah, they're really? according, at least according to the Wikipedia. Uh, I feel like the they're all 12. I like, really do. Uh -huh. like, 
Girl, when I hang out with these girls, I feel like grandma. Really? Okay. Well, I don't know what that's yeah, saying some... about me. I'm just an old lady. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, because usually, like, when it comes to casting in the U.S. version, you have, like, that one, the one or two older queens. You have, like, the Tamisha Amon spot uh, of the seasoned queen, and everyone's in their 20s and giving you a uh, bad girls club uh, attitude. I think, I feel like with this cast, we are really honoring the people who paved the way in Dutch drag. And that's exciting. Yeah. Well, I know Te like one of the girls, Tabitha is a legendary girl here in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. The two big, like the two like legendary girls in Amsterdam were Mayday and Tabitha. Everybody knows Tabitha, you know, and she's amazing. She's a great person. That's one of the people I'm so happy that she's on because yeah. she has so much to show. And, you know, I've seen different people's rankings and they always, most people put her at the bottom. But I have to tell you, mm -hmm. when you guys see her, you are going to fall in love. Whenever I, my, some of my best shows, I've best nights I've had out have been with her. She's, I always say she's a whole lot of lady and a whole lot of fun. Cause honey, the girl is over six feet tall. She's huge. She's a big girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I shared my ranking uh, for this podcast listeners. We're not going to go, do our rankings. We're going to do it in alphabetical order. Um, to avoid any spoiler type things. Uh, but yeah, when I did my initial like first reaction, she was on my bottom, just like with a Drag Race Down Under, the same thing I did with Maxi Shield. And I was so glad to be proven wrong by the older stateswoman of the cast. So I I'm excited to see what they each bring. Again, I want to apologize in advance if I pronounce things wrong. Skyla, please let me know um, if I pronounce any names okay. incorrectly. Um, as we go through the cast, um, because obviously, Miss Felicia and I will definitely go with the Americanized version of every pronunciation True. until yeah. we're told otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we ready to go through the cast? Let's I'm do ready. it. All right. We are going to start off with Ivy Elise, um, age 35 from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Um, again, there's no Meet the Queens videos, but I on pinknews.uk, um, they had um, an article where there was um, a brief bio based on the press release, which I believe was in Dutch and then translated to English. So again, some of this translation is really bad. So I'll read the bio that they provided and then we'll discuss some facts and things about each. Ivy Elise is based in Amsterdam and wants to set an example for the Netherlands and for the Asian community through her appearance on the show. She is also one of the founders of the Mermaid Mansion alongside Drivers Holland's first winner in Peru and finalist, Miss Abby, oh my God. Um, we also, according to the Wikipedia, her full drag name is Ivy Elise Monroe, but is, is shortened for the show. Don't know why, but that's okay. Um, her drag name comes from the name her mother's unborn daughter uh, would have been called. She later added Elise because she thought it was pretty. Um, she is of Javanese Suriname's descent. How, what do you know about Ivy Lee's style of? Um, so I don't really know Ivy all that well. I've only met her like once or twice. I do know she is a KLM flight attendant. Okay. Um, yeah, she is a KLM flight attendant. And the only reason I know that is because when everybody was looking for who was quarantining, guess who saw, guess who they saw stomping down the street two days after they were supposed to be in quarantine because they were leaving a flight. <laughs> interesting but she had to do it she had she had uh, explicit um rights to do it because there were some issues with with klm and her taking off 
because it's you know it's a real job <laughs> so sure. it's uh, yeah. you know one where they have one where they have like because everything here works by contracts um she's i she's uh envy and abby's drag sister and they're in like that, mm -hmm. the, this girl group called the mermaid mesha's it's like mermaid mm -hmm. girls um they did a lot of performing and stuff together and honestly they're three of the prettier queens i think they're like absolutely you know, they really they all really have their makeup down and i know they both complained about people being uh, coming up to them oh my god envy so <laughs> such a such a hard thing to be compared to it's, it's I, get, I, I get hey bianca and i'm like no i'm not fucking <laughs> um, oh god yeah what i heard that like a lot of the cast is related to ivy and abby i don't know if that's true mm -hmm. Uh, no, the, a lot of the cast are related to and to Envy. Envy, okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Well, there, there, there's a lot of a lot of lineage. Yeah. There's yeah, a lot of lineage going on. Might be interesting. That's that'll be fun. I think she's beautiful. I really love her outfit. Um, as I said, I don't know anything about her, but yeah, she looks stunning. The makeup. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I was say I love the in the promo video. I don't know if you saw it where uh, Juicy Couture comes in, she says, some have style, some have grace. She goes, which you have none, or you have neither. Mm -hmm. I was like, work, yeah. savage. <laughs> yeah, um, she definitely feels very spicy, which I love and enjoy. Um, let's go into the promo look a little bit. I love giving shout outs to the designers. So again, if I need to repronounce people's name properly, please let me know. But um, the look is by Patrick Heemstra. Wig is by Ivy and Joran Hartsburg. Um, I think this is stunning. I love give me, the look. Give me lining and I'm here for it. But this color combo is gorgeous. Her beat is sensational. The hair is laid perfectly. Like, woman, this is gorgeous. Also, something I love is that, like, the way she's posing, the, like, ruffle in the sleeve is lining up with the ruffle on her waistline. Mm -hmm. And I just mm -hmm. think that looks so cool. I don't know if she did yeah. that on purpose, but that looks great. Yeah, I'm it's sure a, it's a gorgeous way, look. Honestly. These girls spent, a, <laughs> let me tell you, every girl I've spoken to, these girls spent a fortune, every little bit of their cost, of their outfits and costumes and everything, they are thought out. Well, especially for this. Yeah. They were under, everything has to be submitted for approval. And the uh -huh. production right. company was very nitpicky about everything. So yeah. like if there were similarities in costumes, like they had to, they had to pick who was going to uh, throw it out and just start from scratch again. So, well, I mean, for those who are not as, as keen to detail, if you look at the, uh, the full cast promo shoot, they kind of go in color order where the blues are in one end and goes to the pinks. I'm like, this is so amazing. Honestly, one of my favorite, if not my favorite promo shoot in the history of the franchise, like just the color scheme is gorgeous and they all look good. True. Yeah, they really do. But this this look, I think, is really incredible. Um, I would give it a two. I toot it. Absolutely. She looks great. Yeah. yeah. The audience was 79% toot, 21% boot. My burning question for Ivy this season is, will Ivy be able to reach the end like her mermaid sisters? Um, it's, it's hard to uh, live in the shadow of the, the two of them. True. I mean, there's... There's still debate. Did Miss Abby, oh my God, deserve to be in that final episode? Mm, it's still debatable. Um, but if, if if those two are your sisters, you must be good at drag if they're going to keep you around. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Ivy's going to bring to the table. Me too. Yeah, me too. Like I said, I don't really know her very well, but I mean, I feel like I probably will now. <laughs> I yeah. mean, 
you know, I've worked, I've worked with basically all these girls. The only two, the only ones I haven't worked with are her and Vivaldi. Mm -hmm. So nice. Moving on to Juicy Couture, age 24 from Amsterdam, Netherlands. This lively queen says that participating in Drag Race Holland is a big middle finger to all of the haters who excluded her because she was different. That is the bio provided. Wow. Oh my God. So um, what I've learned is her name was inspired by the tracksuits of the same name from the 2000s. Couture is also a play on the Dutch slur Couture, um, which I did not know. Uh, we love when we get punny and, and, and naughty. Um, according to Wikipedia, Juicy's drag mothers are Miss Abby, oh my God, and Megan Schoenbrook. Oh, okay. Abby <laughs> seems young to be a drag mom, but you know. Yeah, well, I, I feel like people just, everybody's looking for a drag mom here. She like painted her the, for her first time. And that's yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little different. I, I feel like, yeah, there are a lot more connections in the Netherlands than there are there is in the U.S. We're, we're, we're weaning away from drag families a little bit, especially in New York City. Um, I'll call like anyone my sister, so. Yeah. <laughs> that I term, I don't like that term gets used so loosely. I prefer auntie. I'm more of an yeah. auntie. I'm like that I'm like <laughs> auntie that puts on all her jewelry and has her cats, you know? That's yeah, fair. that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, like I'm going to bring out my burning question on Juicy's right now, but Juicy seems to be bringing the attitude, but does she have the goods to back it up? I mean, I, she's very intriguing to me because she seems youthful. She yeah, is. she does. She is. And she's, she's very sweet. Um, I don't know her super well. Uh, I do know she's never really performed. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, she's never really performed. Uh, she's done more. So she's a social media queen. Mm -hmm. um, okay. and, she, and she goes out. She goes out to like the bars and clubs and stuff. But as far as I know, she's never really been a performer. Yeah. So. Okay. That's very interesting. We, we've definitely seen um, non-performers become first boots uh, in previous seasons uh love you gothy kendall but that was a not great performance but um yeah and there's something intriguing about her um especially with this promo look like again as, as you mentioned before miss felicia everyone's beat is stunning like, even if there are yeah. some touch-ups like these girls know how to paint she is a beautiful beautiful queen true um this look is very interesting because as michelle visage would say it's a leotard but it's an elevated leotard. And that's why I think I don't mind it because the colors are working so well together and the gloves are just beautiful. Um, the hair is by Wig Mason and look by TN Design. Miss um, Felicia, how do you feel about um, Juicy Couture's look? I'm honestly not too blown away. I do love the, like the corset and the bodice and the feathers are giving me like expensive, but uh, something about the fit of the corset isn't killing me and i don't like the the gloves leather is like a patent leather while there's like a snakes the like rest of the look is a snake skin mm -hmm. and uh, uh, i'm just not blown away to be honest it's beautiful i would wear it i see olivia lux of course you, you definitely this, would wear yeah i can see olivia outfit. lux wearing it too but um i don't know i'm not i'm not and i don't like the shiny legging the shiny tights Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I feel like I've seen it, you know, but it's cute. It is definitely cute. And she looks beautiful. I mean, I don't think it looks, I don't think it looks bad. I don't think it's as solid as a lot of the others. 
but that that's where I am. Yeah. But one yeah. thing that I do like though is that she didn't go cheap with feathers. No, those are expensive feathers. Those are ostrich feather, honey. There's that is not chicken. That is not rooster. That is ostrich. Okay, that's not a Joey J exclusive. (laughs) No, it's true. It's you know the the thing is, you know, little details like that. I I mean, I really prefer to have an ostrich. You can always get a marabou. Absolutely. But an ostrich just looks lush. It looks expensive. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I I will say like again, this it's a leotard, but it's so elevated and heightened just with the 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 feathers and i think that's again the little details that some queens miss it's not the most beautiful compared to some of the others but it's still good and that's yeah. that's what i'm excited about but um she's definitely giving me a little bit of bitch face so we'll we'll, we'll see if she's the bitch of the season um any other uh the, so i'm 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 personally going to give it to miss felicia i feel like you're not I I'm a moot about it. It's not a boot by any <laughs> means. As I said, I would wear the I'd wear it. But yeah, is, is moot an option? <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say boot because there's aspects of it that I really like. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. That's why I'm closer on the tooth side because I think it's a very soft tooth. Oh, it's a soft tooth. That's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> okay, there we go. I like that soft tooth. A soft tooth. <laughs> and the audience was. Split down the middle. It was 50-50. Oh, wow. So everyone's kind of where we are. We're, we love the good things. We don't love the bad things. But um, I'm very intrigued by her. Um, and again, she is one of the queens we did see in this very, very brief promo uh, where she got some things to say. So any other thoughts on Juicy before we move on? Mm. She's giving me youth and beauty. That's that's like what yeah. I see. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Um, she's a very nice girl. <laughs> All right. We love She's to see it. Guy. All <laughs> right, next up is Keta Minaj. Um, this powerful queen is known for her moniker, the Duchess, and her conceptual and regal appearance and will surely impress Drag Race fans. Um, her na- drag name is an amalgamation of Ketamine and Nicki Minaj. She also is love known it. as, I said, the Duchess. Out of drag, Keta is in a theater group called Blush, together alongside My Little Punny. Um, who is her drag sister? And apparently, according to the Wikipedia, they used to date in the past. Ooh, exciting drama. You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm not normally uh-huh. a little high kai queen, but I gotta tell you, some of these European these European drag queens, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I mentioned it, but she is 39 from Amsterdam, Netherlands. She's there. How old? That's what it says according to the Wikipedia. Like I there, there was shady business when it came to Samisha Ma and no, someone put was, down when it first came no, out. I was literally at her house the other day and she's a, I think she's 35. She's a year Yeah, younger. there are a lot okay. of pictures of her on Instagram as a boy and she... Yeah. No, I, no, I, well, the Wikipedia when, the Wikipedia when um, uh, Samisha Ma came out said she was like 75 and I was like, that's <laughs> not true. Damn. And then it eventually changed, but... Okay, no, so, yeah, she's, she's in her thirties, but she's younger than me. Okay, I know that. All right, cool. So we well, then, just had a conversation. <laughs> great. Well, this is why you're here, and Wikipedia, you're wrong. You little teeny tweens who have nothing else to do, fix it, please. Um, but shady, my burning question: like They made thirty-nine seem like it's really old. That's shady. I know. I know. I myself is thirty-four. I'm like, I, I this, this. They, I'm calling this cast old. I'm like, I'm in the the thick of it. <laughs> yes. But um. My burning question is, can another queen with the ketamine pun take the crown in 2021? 
This fish is fucking cool. She looks really cool. Do you know who she reminds me of? Androgyny who? from New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, in, at least in this picture. This one. I Absolutely. See that? Honestly, I think uh, I think Keta is a is more polished. I like Androgyny. No, I know. I'm not trying to be shady. No, no it's not. It's not I'm a read, not. but it's, it's it's the truth. It's actually the truth. Yes. But the thing is, Keta is. Um, I, I've worked with her multiple times and everything, and she's uh, just very. She's meticulous about stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you, know, you want to talk about meticulous? This look is, I mean, near perfection in my eyes. The um, hair is look, so cool. The look is by yeah, Studio NK. Wig by Marcos Wigs. Accessories by Zell oh, Creations. Lashes by yeah. by Gaia. She's a lot. Marcos of very- made my first ever wig. I wanted to be RuPaul for Halloween. He had a little pop <laughs> before I did drag. He had a little pop up shop, and I was like, I wanted do RuPaul not knowing who he was like I have a hundred dollars and he made me this beautiful it's it was like a hard front it was not the best but like <laughs> he did beautiful work on it so I'm forever grateful for that yeah um, yeah no, I, mean, I saw some of her I saw some of her when I was at her house the other day uh, I saw some of the wigs and stuff that she had and the stuff is because they have all they have all their stuff home now from Drag Race of course so I've seen a lot of the, a lot of the costumes ahead of time but uh, I like uh, I liked Keta's, Keta's wigs are quite nice. Yeah, you know? I mean th- th- this look is so spectacular. Um, again, the the wig alone is a statement wig. Um, I'm not yeah, sure totally. if it's a performance wig. Um, I don't know how how well it stays on. Um, but th- this look is is a power statement. Uh, the color blocking is so strong. Um, I love the blue gloves and how it's incorporated into the lining and then into the eyes. She really, really knows how to put a look together. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she, like I said, she's pretty meticulous about stuff, but I've, from my experience working with her and stuff, she's been, um, you know, she, she's very well put together. You know, it's very, yeah. it's not just like grabbing this and grabbing that. Like she's planned out her look. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Obviously, I mentioned that um, she and my little putty are um, sisters and know each other. From your experience um, of these 10 queens, are they all familiar with each other going into filming? Yes. Everybody knows each other. It's like I said, it's not it's a very small country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's literally I mean, the, the total population is about 17 million people in all of the Netherlands. So everybody knows each other in some way or form i mean i've only been here for a little over a year and a half and i've worked with almost all of these girls yeah nice because you know? uh, i i love to see the interactions between the queens i know the show sometimes like they don't know each other this is the first time they're meeting but we obviously know that's not the truth and yeah. how they interact actually um, what's, what's pretty funny too about the drag scene here is pretty much everybody gets along so i that's important i was told though during <laughs> filming that they were trying like they were trying to like get drama going but it was hard because everybody likes each right. other yeah and, and, yeah and all these girls specifically in this season all these girls really do like each other you know yeah. so but yeah i definitely have an eye on keta minaj she's definitely someone i think is going to bring exciting drag and this look for me is an absolute two it's a two for me too i'm gonna say though looking at the rest of her instagram i don't know if it represents her like the best i don't know okay. i see a like a the, the rest of her instagram is like very like glamour with like a little spooky twist well from what mm. i've seen 
what I've seen for the coming season, she will have that. But they they were going for. I think they for this promo shoot, they wanted it more edgy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I, I, I love the look though. Like I know they had requirements cool. of having leather in it, things like that. They okay. wanted that checks want, out. That makes sense. Yeah, they wanted they wanted that aspect. If you look, pretty much everybody has some form of it, except for Love Masisi. I don't think right. she has. Um, Kita has leather. Kata. Does she? No, but it's, mm. a neck. Doesn't she have a neck corset or something? She has like a. I. That's the one part I don't like about the. It's like a metal. Yeah, there was supposed um, to be collar thing. I don't, exactly I don't think it's leather. There was supposed to be a hard. There was supposed to be like a leather or a. Uh, like, like a. Yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah. You. yeah, I see that. Well, I'm excited. I'm always excited. I think she's going to be one of my favorites. So we'll move she on really to the cool. next one. It is Love Masissi. Uh, again, according to Wikipedia, 41 from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Um, born in Port au Prince, Haiti, Love Masissi has performed on stages around the world before settling in Amsterdam. She also once won an award for Best Butt in the World. Oh. Um, apparently growing up, she was called Masisi, which means faggot in Haitian, deciding to embrace it and love it. That's where the name came from. She used to live and perform in New York City, and she apparently is the drag daughter of RuPaul's Drag Race season six's Vivacious. And now this look oh. makes all the sense in the world, if that is the fact. Um, she has been a backup dancer for Cher and Gloria Stefan, and she appeared on the Dutch version of I Can See Your Voice, where Fred Van Leer was a panelist. Wow. Um, yeah, when I first saw this, I was like, vivacious? Is this vivacious? Um, so that's a very cool connection. Did you know her in New York? Uh, no, I met her here. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know how much she actually did in New York. <laughs> right, because I, I did some research too. I was like, my timeline, like I didn't only started it in New York Nightlife in what, 2017. And obviously she was way gone before that. I was like, there's no... Girl, I've worked over in New York Nightlife since, 2000, uh, since 2003, and I never met her since then. So Interesting. I, I know her from here. We've had conversations. She does know some of the same places as me. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like, you know, some of the places that are no longer around and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know the New York connection that well right. at all. But she, I know she said, I think she said she lived in Newark. Which is not New York. That's New not York. New York. Girl. New, York. <laughs> New York. Maybe the interviewer got confused. <laughs> now, Maybe. Then, honey, why would you ever say New York when you can say New York? <laughs> right. It's just a train right away. Um, she has definitely got that club kid aura, um, but will mm -hmm. that lead her to victory? I don't know. Very interesting. I looked at her Instagram as well. I was like, she's definitely got that classic classic drag totally yeah. um especially in that the very high fashion um club kid looks um how, how what was your first impression on her miss felicia i might go ahead and say this is my favorite look of the wow i okay. love this it's very much giving me like if if monsters inc universe had like tina turner monster like that's what this is giving me and i really okay. love it the hair is so cool like the the bodysuit is awesome, and the I don't know if the gloves are my favorite. It'd be cute in like a pink, but well, I mean, if they I, had I have leather, that's the leather component. Right, but... I, I like this a lot. It's fun, and I definitely get vivacious from it. Yeah, definitely giving me those um, 
mother has arrived looks. Um, what what are your thoughts on her, Skyla? Um, so I lo- I really like the wig. I think the wig is like total punk, and I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm not crazy over the bodysuit aspect, but I do like like in the promo shot where she has the little shoulder pop and the thing it goes, pops. Mm-hmm. that was so it fun. Pops. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's cool. But part of her thing also is she always has like, and she like I've seen her doing stuff where she has like a lot of inflatable stuff on her back. Okay. Like she's like runwaying down a runway and it's blowing up into something. I've seen a fun. lot. A couple of things. Yeah, um, I, I believe Shangela did that for All Stars 3. Yeah. Um, the I've look, it, the yeah, so this look, it, the wig is by Marcos Wigs, um, oh. lashes by by Gaia, nail gloves by Violette, and look by Jack Irving. Um, yeah, it's a it's for of all the queens, she's she stands out definitely in a good way because mm-hmm. it is this um, kind of homage to Club Kid, and really like th- this the whole promo shoot is very much club inspired. So um, I love that she is giving us the history of club in this look. Um, but th- this beat again, it, it's very classic. It's it's very 90s drag. Yeah. The eye looks gorgeous. Um, the rest of the mm-hmm. makeup isn't my favorite, to be honest. But I love the look. <laughs> she definitely has a, a Grace Jones vibe to her. Yeah. Totally. yeah. I could definitely see a Grace Jones thing going with her. You're mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, I really I I like this look because it is so exciting and, and unique and important to the history of drag. I'll give it a toot. I definitely toot it. Honestly, I'll give it a. I'm. I just don't like a plain bodysuit. I give it a. Boot. That's fine. That's fair. 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 Really, oh, I, I mean, I. I don't know. I, I just feel like it could have been more interesting. The bodysuit. Absolutely. Well, the audience was seventy three percent to twenty seven percent boot. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure what kind of performer we're going to get out of her uh, with this cast, but um, we love diversity on the show, so. At least As a performer, she is very good. Yeah, she's a very cool. good performer, and she's great on the microphone. So, love it. We that's it's so important. There, I mean, the amount of there have been so many queens that have walked into the workroom who can't form a sentence, <laughs> and then will leave the show and still cannot form a sentence. So, I feel like that's part of the training Although, at this point. I will say something that I did hear is that so the whole show is in Dutch. Apparently, it was a struggle for her. Okay, she doesn't speak much Dutch. She went on the on the show as saying, "I speak Dutch. I speak Dutch," which she does. But there's also a big difference between speaking Dutch and being funny in Dutch. That's yep. There's a big difference. She's funny in English, but Mm -hmm. I don't know how funny she is in Dutch. So we'll see. How do you think? How do you think you would do on like a Drag Race Holland? My Dutch is terrible. Honey, <laughs> I can understand it, but I don't. I, I can. I can go to a restaurant and order a burger. You know, I can. I can go to the grocery <laughs> store and ask questions, but don't ask me to tell jokes because that won't happen. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Well, no, moving but, on. To, yeah. Go ahead. I, was, I, I identify with the struggle, though. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, moving on to My Little Pony. Um, H again to Wikipedia says H thirty nine from Amsterdam, what? Netherlands. <laughs> Um, My Little Pony is a new queen who has established her name in Amsterdam's competitive drag scene. She has a background in theater and dance, making her a fierce performer to watch. And according to the press release, um, it is a play on words of My Little Pony, um, as well as punny, meaning punani, 
Um, she also is part of the theater group Blush alongside Keta Minaj. They are sisters and again, apparently used to date. Um, she also um, apparently used to date Jamee Lamone, the winner of the first season of Idols, the Dutch version of Pop Idol, aka American Idol, as we know it. Um, all things you find out on the Drag Race Wiki. Very interesting. Very interesting here. Like, if you told me she was auditioning for Dragula, I'd believe it too. I love that in the uh, details on the uh, on the corset jumpsuit. You know, like, do you, do you remember mm-hmm. that? You know, Bram Stalker's Dracula. Yeah. You remember the, mm-hmm. the the armor, the red armor? It kind of it's kind of like the blue version of that. I like the the way the way it's the stitching is done on it. It's beautiful. I think yeah. it's great. It, it, it's a really interesting look. So the look is by Berand Bruce. The gloves are by Shejin. Nails and lashes by 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 Gaia. Um, we're gonna have to just get rid of one of those buys if uh, they're providing so many parts this season. But yeah, it's a really interesting look. Um, as someone who's obsessed with symmetry, it does bother my eye just a little bit. But I feel like she's not a a symmetrical girl to begin with. Well, like I'm looking at the details of it. I'm like, is the other side supposed to pop up also? And is it just stuck under the cor- that's, under the right? That's my that's where my eyes like I don't know if I love it because it's not working properly for my head, but it's really a cool color and the way she incorporates the blue into her face as well is really, really fascinating. Yeah, um, and it looks, like, it looks like it goes up into the wig too. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's at really first cool. I was like, no, it's the lighting, but no, it's it's her makeup going into the wig. Um, definitely got that punk uh, wig going on um, uh, with it's that cool. slight mullet. I love the like mullet. Yeah, the shaved side. Um, and the gloves are we- they're weird because the nails are just dangling. Dangling and off. For listeners who know me, I have a nail phobia. Um, like I watching Black Swan did not work out for me well. I screamed during those parts. So this is bothering me. And I think that's uh-huh. why I have to give it a boot simply because the nails are freaking me out too much. They're just dangling. I, love the, I, th- I think the nails, like my favorite part about the outfit, honestly, I've like never seen anything like that. So I think that's really cool. I like the outfit, yeah. but what you guys said about it being not symmetrical, I, I, I see. And it's, it's not my favorite, but I do and love it's the It's not hair. necessarily that it has to be symmetrical. It just feels like it needs to, it wants to pop out. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels like something. that one piece is stuck. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, the thing I'm looking at like, is it supposed to be down or not? That's yeah. what I was yeah. I don't know. Um but yeah. But my burning question with her is with a touch of ook, can she spook herself to the top spot? Ooh. Um, maybe we'll see. It, it would be very interesting um to go from someone who is so polished like Envy to someone like my little punny, but Hey, stranger things have happened on Drag Race. Yeah. Well, I True. think if she does the lip sync for her life, she's also, a, she's an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Dancer. So I feel like if she's doing a lip sync for your life, girl, if it's, look out. <laughs> like, yeah. honey, she's going to turn it out. So, I mean, even if she does, even if she doesn't make it all the way to the end, she will definitely be fierce to watch if she's going. So, yeah. Yeah, she definitely seems like she's got a really cool edge and and. and some of the fans will enjoy. I'm going to give this look a boot simply because of the nails. And that's just a me bias. Not thing to do with the overall look. It's just me and the nails have, I'm having an issue. Miss Felicia, where are you falling? I'm going to toot it. 
I'd like to know what's going on with this belt, honestly, that's cut off. Like, that has those mm-hmm. stream things. Is that, like, a chap? Or are they just, like, dangling? I don't know. Um, I think they're dangling. If you look at my, the photo behind me, they Oh, just right, right. There's a full Dangling. They, oh, okay. they, I, they may hit the floor, actually. Um, I'm, I, It's a soft toot again for me. I can't boot it. Oh, it's All like, right. a, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to give it a two just because of just because of the details on it. I don't know. It's a, yeah. It, it's that whole like it, it. just reminds me of like the armor from Bram Stalker's Dracula, which is like, yeah, what absolutely. So yeah, no, the tech the texture of it is so spot on. The audience enjoyed it. Fifty eight percent to forty two percent boot. Um, okay. Definitely someone to keep an eye on. She seems fun. Next up, we got Reggie B, age twenty five, from Amsterdam, Netherlands. The dancer once made a guest appearance uh, at one of Miss Abby Oh My God's shows and her drag identity, Reggie B, was born. Her striking looks draw inspiration from modern pop culture and are as eye-catching as they are colorful. Reggie has revealed that the B in her name stands for her boy named Brahm, stating that she there couldn't be Reggie without Brahm. Um, she is the drag daughter of Miss Abby Oh My God. Um, <laughs> and for a first on the podcast, one of our designers is here. wig. Hair by Skylar Versailles and look by Patty Pam Pam. All stars right here. Look at this look. (laughs) This is fun. This Uh, is so exciting. So, Miss Felicia, you can't say anything bad about the hair. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to. I do love the hair. The braiding is so cool. And the colors are so good. The colors are beautiful. If you want want to the honest truth, it's actually my my boyfriend is actually the one who does the does the hair. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was difficult because he took it's it's too it's too big. one base, one base purple wig, another wig that was cut up and sewn in, and then mm-hmm. another, and then also uh, hot pink tracks from another wig sewn into it as well. So there's like basically three wigs sewn into it. Nice, but, nice, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh god, the colors are so cool. Very beautiful. And as a little side note, I have to say she's one of my she's one of my girls in the show. Um, mm-hmm. Since I since I moved here, she's been like one of my rocks, basically. Like, you know, moving to a different country, you're very. Um, you can feel very isolated and she's one of the one of the people that was like let's hang out let's get coffee let's have dinner you know she's such a good person that's awesome yeah she seems really really fun um my burning question was reggie has youth on her side but will that drag her down amongst the older competitors because she is on the lower the younger side right now but um she seems like someone i would get along with um everything i've seen about her just she she seems really really cool we did a um, during the lockdowns. We did a uh, every week show for one of the bars in the uh, in the Netherlands, and she mm-hmm. was on it almost every week with us. And we always had a good time together. Um, also, I can tell you honestly, she is one of the strongest on the microphone in the Netherlands. Mm. Nice, like she's a great MC. She is, and what I love about her too is when she does a show, she does a full cabaret show. Like I love that. I'm here for it. It's because she has a musical theater background. A lot of the girls here, they just want to do, they just do a number and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just do the number and then done, they go back downstairs, change, come up to another number. I come from the New York, you know, the New York City vibe where you're like working at Barracuda and you got to fill an hour and a half, you know? Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's, I really like the fact that she can do that and she's entertaining the entire time. And yeah, I just really like her a lot. Yeah. So as, as the listeners know, um, when I did the preview last season, I was enamored with Patty Pam Pam. I was like, she's going to be my winner pick. <laughs> and then we know what happened. And I was, I'm still very upset. And I still blame production for 
booting her early because she should not have gone home second. Um, so I love Patty Pam Pam. This is not my favorite look, and it's not because the construction of it is is spot on. It's the blues. I don't know if they all go together. There's a lot yeah. of different blues clashing a little bit. I think it could use a little more pink in it myself. That, that yeah. I think that's what it is. It needs a, a little contrast, especially yeah. because you have the pink in the hair incorporating some pink in the look itself as well really would have brought it all together. Well, she also tends to do a lot of purple or pink hair in general, I've noticed. Okay, she's cool. She's done several wigs for her now and she likes a lot of purple and a lot of pink. So that's why I'm just surprised. I'm surprised she didn't put any pink in the outfit, but yeah. But again, I, I mean, construction wise, this is, a, it, again, it's a leotard, but it's really elevated. There, there's detail to it. I don't yeah. love this look. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think the leotard's that elevated, honestly. I do love that cape, the jacket thing. Mm -hmm. That is so cool. But the the like no, actual I'm, leotard. You don't see, you don't do see the whole. Me. You don't see the actually the entire outfit. That's the other thing. Oh really? The, the arms go down to the uh, the arms go like a lot farther down. It looks like it's part of Vivaldi's costume, but it goes down to about about her knees or maybe a little farther. So it's like kind of these weird like drapey sleeves that are kind of cool yeah no oh, the sleeves are yeah. so cool yeah, yeah, yeah so no i love the sleeves i find it interesting yeah no it's it's definitely interesting um it, it, it if you told me she was a superhero i believe it like put her in a comic book i i can see it super um, villain they're, they're cool yeah, okay y'all <laughs> is she is she the villain of the season is she our jan no oh my god i can't believe i just said that sorry she definitely could be she definitely could be if she wanted to be though that's for sure okay cool we love that um yeah i mean again we have a little bit of lineage when it when uh we have miss abby oh my god as her drag mom as everyone's um, drag mom <laughs> actually you're Look, right She's the mom. She's the mama queen of the season, Abby OMG. No, she's <laughs> a lot of babies. <laughs> right. Um, I love it. So, so do do we think maybe there's going to be a sister rivalry with her and her um, Miss Abby? Oh my God, sisters. Um, I don't. Honestly, I don't think so. <laughs> um, I bet production wants that. They're gonna. Oh, of course, production that. wants that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but then, again, they all know each other. Yeah. If, if if you put her and Juicy next to each other, I would absolutely know they were sisters because they have very very similar vibes to their at least their promo looks. The high pony, at least. Juicy's, I feel like a little softer. Is a little more edgier, yeah. I think, in mm -hmm. general. But Miss Abby, oh my God, that's their mom, and and I enjoyed uh, Miss Abby, oh my God, she she was good yeah. TV. I she was good TV. She was fun. But this look, this look, I am going to give it a toot. I boot it. I'm sorry. But I, I love the hair. I do love the hair. So props hair, to yeah, on that. Yeah. I'm assuming you're going to give this look a toot. Uh, yeah, toot. <laughs> the audience was 55% toot, 45% boot. Um, I'm excited for Reggie because definitely one of the queens that I connected to uh, off the bat. All right, moving on. Tabitha, 45, from Amsterdam. Um, she is a legend in, on the Dutch drag scene, and her years of experience in nightclubs show her ability to command any stage. Um, she is one of Envy Peru's drag mothers, along with Vanessa Van Cartier. Um, her her real-life sister is Germaine de Rama de, de Mille, a world-renowned undefeated MMA 
fighter, according yeah. to Wikipedia. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I've never um, met her. I didn't when I when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. Well, girl, you can look at Tabitha and be like, okay, you're a tough bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, honey, that, is, that is the girl you want to ride the subway with. Absolutely. Yeah. She she's very, very she got shoulders. She if she were a linebacker in football, I believe it. <laughs> her her and Tina Burner can be on a uh, football team together. <laughs> well, they would dominate. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so the look is by Patty Pam Pam, wig by Kathy B, jewels by Stage Jewels. Interesting look because it, it feels very um, basic. Agreed. <laughs> Compared to the rest of the cast, this is on the more simpler side. Um, yeah. And it's a little more pa- like pageanty, softer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I like the hair like, a lot. The hair is fun. The hair is a really, really cool color. Um, but there's no other, like, again, there's wanting this desire to tie in the hair color into the look a little bit. Yeah. A little a little splash of blue, maybe in the belt could have been um, uh, helped to tie it in together because the, the pink and purple, both very varying different materials, yeah. contrast hardcore with the, the hair. The thing for me about it is like, either half of the garment looks expensive like 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 expensive fabric like that pink looks beautiful and that purple satin looks like beautiful too but i think together they look so cheap and then something about the buttons down the middle is not doing it for me i really they, don't they, like this they look, do clash a little bit yeah they clash a little bit yeah um, i mean if they had brought in some maybe if she had brought in some more blue yeah, mm-hmm. the the leather that's the leather like. could be like the same shade as the wig, but yeah, I, that's what belt. I think. But I do love I love the hair. I don't know if necessarily, I love. I wanted an orange, honestly. I don't know if necessarily for this shoot with everybody else around looking so edgy. Right. Yeah, but outside of that, if you put it separately away from everybody else, I love the hair. I like I like. Yeah, it's hair. great. I really like the hair too. Yeah, the it's got the right also. amount of volume. Mm-hmm. The makeup's not slaying me. And again, girl, imagine how big that wig is, honey. Imagine how big I that bet. wig is. She's huge. Girl, right? girl. Yeah. So my burning question is, she's a legend in Netherlands, but can another legend take the crown for the second season in a row? Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, it's interesting because, as I said earlier, she was the one I would have placed on the bottom first boot because um, I'm not getting like the vibe from her from initial um, reaction. But she's a legend. So clearly... There's something she's there. not translating. She's, honey, she's yeah. the personality queen. One hundred percent. She is from what I've from what I've heard, and I knew this was going to be it going in. She's a lot of she's a lot of fun. She's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. She I always say that everybody has their superpowers, and one of her super like her superpower is that she can really make everybody have a good time in a room. I don't know how she is. Yeah. Like she does. And she 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 reminds me of Drag Race España's Poopy Poison. I get um, that where, too where you may not be the best on the runway necessarily, but she is going to be your narrator. She's going to be the one to make you laugh. She is going to be the party of the show. Yes. I'm, I really I'm didn't like Poopy Poison, but that was just me. And maybe it was with the translation, but she didn't do it for me. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I enjoyed her <laughs> as a personality. She was a lot of fun, but this look I do think is probably the weakest of the 10. So I will give it a boot. I'm going to boot it. 
if I put it separately, I think it's if I put it separately away from everybody else. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's very diplomatic of you. I appreciate that. It's called the a audience. Pageant. It's called a pageant. Exactly. <laughs> the audience was 19% to 81% boots. So they were not a fan of this look. Yeah. Um, but again, when you're looking at some of these other queens, like who we got coming up next, it, it's hard. It, you got to compare a little bit. I'll tell you, she will be one of your favorites. I promise you. I, I love I'm it. Sure. I love it. Next up, we got the Countess at age 22. Um, one of the oh. younger queens of the season. The Countess has branded herself as a female illusionist based on a true fantasy. Last season, the queen did Fred Van Leer's makeup, but now she's oh, stepping onto wow. the stage to show off her striking creations. Um, so yes, yeah, she is responsible for Fred's looks for season one. I know that myself and some panelists were very critical of some of the I didn't love Fred's makeup, yeah um it's definitely gonna be an upgrade having him improve this season but um <laughs> she is the first queen from the province of zealand to compete on drag race holland not everyone can paint other people and i feel like the countess is that because she she, she looks paint gorgeous yeah definitely she's beautiful she's also like a fa- she's like the fashionista girl of the season mm-hmm. i can see it is she is she tall uh she's tall skinny she kind of gives me a bit of a miss fame vibe sometimes oh. yeah she's got like if you mat if you made a baby of miss fame and blair st Clair. yeah huh. actually I that's a great that. comparison i um, see that but also like i just know like seeing her out and seeing the stuff that she wears going out she's more she's definitely more of the fashion girl i can you see know? it i don't know yeah. if i see costume as much as couture yeah absolutely um the look uh by silver lining jewels by bibi van der vilden i think maybe maybe it's me teal is my favorite color in the world so having that as like the prominent (laughs) color here i'm like oh this is stunning but it is kind of costumey and very matronly and then you got her face which is like stunning yeah you said that like it was like the oldest cast and then mm-hmm. I like looked through the cast and I saw the countess. And I was like, oh yeah, that checks out. And then you said she's like, no, 22, she's 22. And I was like, oop. But I think she looks gorgeous. I mean, as you said, teal and pink, those are my two faves. So that's why I love this like theme. But I, I mm-hmm. like the the streams. What are they called? The like sequin the things running the, down like, her. That looks bed, great. I'm not sure if it's sequin or beads. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure which which it is, but it, it's got movement. Something. To it. it looks beautiful. Yeah, I feel like it might be beads because I feel like she's she's like just from media, she seems like an expensive girl. I don't feel like she's. Mm-hmm. I feel like she would do beaded fringe over sleeping fringe, but maybe I'm wrong. I really like that the collar though. The collar is cool. Yeah, it's I wish so cool. I wish the black wasn't there. Honestly, I wish it was like a sea foam. Sure, but again, I, I feel like a light it's because they were but it's the they theme, were required you know, to have. Yeah, you know, they were they I needed some that. black, but. Yeah, no, the collar, it, it, it's simple, but it's, it adds so much dimension material to it. too? It's like fuzzy or something. It's cool. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe. But yeah, it, it's the it's the the makeup for me. It's so she strong. She looks on her beautiful. Face. Yeah. Um, and Fred has a very different face. It's not as soft. Yeah. Um, so it's a little harsher to paint. So I can understand her not being as strong painting um, Fred. But my burning question is, as part of Team Fred in season one, will her closest to the show be an assist 
or a hindrance to her journey on the show. Well, maybe um, they put her on because Fred was like, bitch, you made me look busted. We're going to send you home first. We're not. You're going to be lip syncing every week. Honey, let me tell you something. There are worse punishments than putting you on drag race. That's a good point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's called being fired. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, she really is engaging. And, and um, as someone who uh, is a she does fashion clearly and, and knows how to model just the pose alone. This is, it's a power pose. She mm. definitely knows how to make a statement in an image. Um, she also kind of gives me a face very similar to uh, someone known as Jasmine Kennedy, um, who, oh, I, I don't know. I wonder maybe who a, she is. <laughs> maybe a household name ne next year. I don't know. Just, just, a, I don't know. I'm speculation. Um, I see that. I do see the Jasmine Kennedy. <laughs> she definitely has Especially the with Jasmine the pants. The pants. Yeah. Um, and the hair, it, I'm not sure if it's the lighting or if there is color streaks in the hair. Good question. But either way, I like it. I think I like it might it. be the lighting, but that'd be cool. And, you know, I have to tell you, I also think it's Oh, but right. then if you look at, like, Vanessa's, she also has that coloring going on, and she has a similar, like, whitish blonde hair so i think the it's the lighting i think it's the lighting. okay well i think they could have been a cool wake also yeah but no, yeah, that saying, been, like um, i also think it's kind of brave that she's wearing pants if you notice nobody else right thought yeah that's it. true i feel like that's really a direction that i love i love pants on a drag queen bad. when it's yeah. good well i mean i feel like Raja o'hara on all stars this season has kind of outdone the pant um what did she do it five weeks in a row Something on the runway like that but yeah no i think pants is a bold statement because not everyone can pull it off and no. and when you are as slight as she is and these aren't like form-fitting pants either they, they got a little bagginess to it they still look stunning and they're high oh i love it high-waisted she's exciting so um yeah how will she do on the show i don't know i feel like she can be a middle of the pack queen um but she, she, the energy she's giving me is is commanding and that's what i always look for in a first impression same yeah so we'll i see. love it I'm, a, I'm excited i'm excited I, I mean i don't think i could ever pull something like that off but i love it <laughs> yeah all right my I front runner look, this, by the way oh yeah but... oh, i forgot, forgot to do that yes i tuned it as well toot it audience 78 percent to 22 percent boot now we're moving on to my opinion, my winner of the season, because come on. Same girl. I mean, ugh. <laughs> um, age 41 from Rotterdam, Netherlands. The Flemish Italian queen made history as the first European to win Miss Continental Pageant in Chicago. Mm -hmm. On top of her status as a trans icon, she is also the drag mother of Envy Peru. Um, and sort of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, has there been an official adoption ceremony? Do we need well, to have that? Ashley, she's exclusive. The reason, she's the, I've known her. I met her eight years ago, nine years mm -hmm. ago. And uh, she was the one who got my job in working at Mykonos doing a cabaret show, which is actually where I met my boyfriend, which is how I ended up moving here Aww. to you. So That's awesome. We, we lived together for six months every year for years because we all That's lived together awesome. in a complex. So she's sort of like, I call, uh, she's my gay European mama. Oh. I love it. Well, you can let her know. We're a super fan of her on this it's show. Same, um, same here. I, I just, the, the, this is what drag is. This is exceptional. And by the way, Wikipedia also left it out. She's also 
the I think as far as I know, she's like one of, if not one of the first post-op trans woman that's able to be correct. On the show. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, the first trans transgender contestant on Drag Race Holland as well. Um, she is the second Flemish contestant on Drag Race Holland after Cetagine. Um, as we mentioned, tw- 2019 winner of Miss Continental. She will be yes. the fifth Miss Continental pageant winner to compete on Drag Race franchise after Victoria Parker, Roxy Andrews, Nasha Lopez, and Brooklyn Heights. And according Who, to like, the wiki, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I think she's like giving me Brooklyn Heights here. Like they look very Everybody similar. Everybody keeps on saying that to her. Yeah. <laughs> she was, I was like, I don't know. I think it's, she's it's in the, the face. It's the, it's, bl- it's the face yeah, it's and the, the face eyebrow. and the blonde and the blonde. Yeah. Um, but, but also, um, she's changed a lot in the past year too. Her makeup since, since the lockdown completely changed. If you look at I was looking at her, her Instagram. Yeah, if you look at pictures from before, it's uh, really become more over the top. Mm. Drag, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. According to the wiki, she speaks six languages. Um, they say she is fluent in Dutch, French, and Italian, and, and is able to speak English, Spanish, and Portuguese. Wow. Impressive. I can only speak English, so. <laughs> Same. <laughs> the, um, and Same. she actually really can, she actually really can speak all those languages. An American queen named Epiphany get paid. Do you know Epiphany? Of course yeah. I do. So, you know, Epiphany worked with us in uh, Mykonos. And uh, mm-hmm. Epiphany one day came for Vanessa and called her stupid. So, so Vanessa walks up on stage, takes the microphone out of her hand, curses her out and tells her off in six languages, drops the <laughs> microphone and walks off. Ooh. And Epiphany goes, just nothing, says nothing. <laughs> Coming up next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. The first time I saw Epiphany was Rise at um, uh, Legend Wednesdays when Aquaria was still one of the hosts. So that was pre her officially right after her announcement of getting on season 10 i believe mm. um and epiphany was their guest for the night and it was her um bootsy and marty with epiphany and i was like this is a very interesting quartet of performers right now <laughs> <laughs> you know what that but, is night that's what that is oh my end. god Girl, that well yeah because it's backstage <laughs> i mean at that time it was also because aquaria was just announced they like gave her a little more hosting ability She's at that point could not talk on a microphone. Yeah. I think it took her 20 minutes to tell someone happy birthday because she just couldn't get the words out. It was a, it was an adventure. Um, but Vanessa, Vanessa, I, I, oh my God. Look by Dung and Dirk, hair by Katie Bam. Um, oh, okay. This is exceptional. Yeah. Um, also, her designer, um, he's one of the top designers in Belgium for drag queens, mm-hmm. as well as all uh, red carpet stuff. Um, he was also. I, I remember last season mentioning their name for, I believe, Cetagine almost all season. Yeah, also Janie. He did almost all of Janie's looks, or actually, mm-hmm. he did all of Janie's looks. And I think he did, a, he did a few of Envy's. Envy tried to space it out between multiple designers, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which I think was a very smart move. Yeah, I agree. Um, I because agree. designers tend to have a similar style for what they're doing. You know? um, but also, I think he, I think the, uh, I think they were all. He was also on like Project Runway or something for the uh, for Belgium as oh, well. Cool. cool, something like that. Yeah, because yeah. he's very, he's very famous in Belgium. Yeah, I mean, th- this look is. I love it. I take back what I said about. I mean, I did love that um, Masisi's look. Love Masisi's look, but I mean, this is just so excellent like about taking a bodysuit and elevating it into something uh, yeah yeah 
you know because and, again like we there were a couple people we mentioned about oh my god if the belt was a color she said okay i'll give you that she here's said. three of them <laughs> um, and we're not just going to put a belt on it. We're going to make them into wristlets. We're going to put them in that this, little hairband. So, oh my god! Yeah, it, it's so smart. And I guess they said, "Here's the colors team." And she said, "Put me in the middle. I'll give you all the colors." Yeah. Literally. Well, the designer also. A little side note: What happened was, uh, so I I was just with her. We drove to. Uh, I stayed at the night at her house. We had to drive to the designer. We parked my car. I was driving in front of the thing and. Uh, we went in to get her new dress done and somebody broke into my car and stole her bag with all of her jewelry <gasps> and everything for the premiere this Friday. Oh, no. no. Yeah. Speaking of her designer. Yeah. Wow. So, which sucks, but he's helping her out a lot. So it's good. Oh, man. He fixed it all, but he's a good guy too. It's very, very lovely. Yeah. Man also. I love this yeah. wig. It's, it's, so it's, so, it's so good. I thought my, it was my a burn by vanity, but. Is it John Gravenmacher? Uh, no, Katie, Katie, Katie Bam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, the, the, I, I can't stop fawning over this look and her it's and beautiful. <laughs> the, the, it's, it's, it's important to have Vanessa on the show. Um, will she be our first transgender winner? I don't Possibly. think so. Oh, I don't think I so. Think I, <laughs> I, I think know, we are getting let's it. Be, on all let's be real. Let's be real. Let's look at let's look at how I, I personally think. Look at how they put the whole promo video and everything together. She uh -huh. is the star. No matter Absolutely. what, she is the star. Like, Truth. oh, and, and that's I think she's winning, but I don't think she's going to be a first um, trans winner because I think Sonique is going to win before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, gonna I think she's going to end up winning first. Oh, um, maybe. So that that's just still my prediction, um, but. It, she deserves to win. She's a legend. She, she knows how to do good to drag. Her. She's um, and she's a like genuinely good queen. Like really, like she's that's a good so important. Person. She's a supportive yeah. person. I do hope for her sake we she doesn't win every challenge. So it is a little interesting for the viewers. But I could see her steamrolling it also. Oh, and also look out anybody she has to lip sync against, honey. She is she is She's a lip sync assassin, honey. I she breathes yeah. with the music. It's she does a Gla she does a Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight gave her uh, thumbs up for her doing Gladys Knight. Wow. She performed in front there of Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg sent Gladys Knight the video, and Gladys Knight sent back thumbs up. But anyway. I love that. Yeah. That's so serious. the look absolutely a toot for me. Yeah, definitely a toot. No doubt toot, about toot, it. Toot, 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 toot. Audience, eighty-eight percent to twelve percent. Eighty-eight. Who are you? Right? Twelve percent. Who is twelve percent? I'm a fan. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm very excited for Vanessa. I think it's very important for the show and for visibility. Um, and yeah, good luck to her. I am the number one fan. That you, you got my top spot right now. So, same. Someone's here. really got to prove me wrong to just uh, take that spot away from you. Could it be our final queen? Could it be Vivaldi? Um, who is 22? Wow. Uh, 22 year old look, is so. a true artist um, as shown by their knowledge of all things wigs, fashion, makeup. Vivaldi provided host Fred Van Leer's wigs in season one oh. and is ready to showcase her intricate works on the Drag Race Hall and Runway. Um, she owns her own wig business called Vivaldified. Um, she also uh, provided wigs for Room's promo look Madam Madness's Dripping in Diamonds look and Patty Pam Pam's Press Week look. And okay. she is the daughter of Madam Madness. Madam Madness was the bearded one, right? Yeah, Madam Madness was the bearded okay. one last season. Yeah. Um, 
I love her hair. This that's so the, cool. I mean, the whole look is great, but the hair alone is just the hair is, an art piece. It's so yeah. stunning. Mm-hmm. The hair it's is not as beautiful. wild as Simone's hair from her promo look, but it's it still giving me that like cool, fun vibe. I mean, it's um, so the hair cool. is by Vivaldi. The look is by Isabel Schultz, who I remember was very intricate part of Envy's package throughout the season. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has a lot of um, like a lot of the leather and holographic kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I've noticed uh, a lot of corsets things like that. Yeah. She's really, she's a very interesting designer. Like if you look at her yeah. Instagram, she's really cool stuff. I love this yeah, look. It's giving me Powerpuff Girls in space. Like yeah. she's all of the Powerpuff Girls. I love the cone, <laughs> the cone boobs are amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. It, it's, it's also kind of giving me like a, a, a futuristic biker. Yeah. In a way. Um, yeah. I'm, I really think this is a fun look. Um, again, Definitely. when you are a skinny white bitch, you can pull off a, a beautiful look like this. Um, and in a way, she kind of is giving me the uh, um, a fun side, the way that Chelsea Boy gave me that fun side uh, during um, last season. So I don't know if we'll get as much gender fluid looks out of Vivaldi as we did with Chelsea Boy, but I, I think she's going to push the runway quite a bit this season. I mean, she looks so cool. She reminds me of a girl, a queen I started drag with in Connecticut, Angel Rivers. Shout out to her. Um, it's giving me very that. <laughs> yeah. So you have not really worked with her um, no, that much? No, I really haven't. Um, but I mean, yeah, she's like really the only one. But I don't think she's in. I don't think she works very much in, in, in most of the Amsterdam bars. Maybe she's more mm-hmm. of a Rotterdam girl. I have noticed um, that there is really a divide between the yeah, two different she, According to one of the Wikipedias, she is from Enschede. I don't know how to say that. E-N-S-C-H-E-D-E. Enschede? I don't actually don't even, I don't know where that is. There's a lot of time, but it disappeared. There's a lot of, there's a lot of smaller towns and things. Yeah. But the two major cities are Amsterdam and Rotterdam. So if you're is be- is it like a rivalry between the two? Yeah, apparently I didn't realize it was. I was just having a conversation last night with with Mayday actually about it, and um, apparently there is a bit of a uh, there's a bit of a rivalry between the two. I don't really know. I haven't been. I haven't really worked much in Rotterdam. There is another mm. city that's also a pretty good city, but they don't really have a, a very thriving gay nightlife. It's called Utrecht, but it's a nice. Mm-hmm. It's another larger city, but as far as gay bars and performance stuff it's usually just amsterdam and rotterdam and a lot of girls do one or the other fair now i one thing that i love again about doing these international seasons is learning about the country and one thing that i've come to understand about myself is i am terrible at geography and trying to figure out like distance from places how what would um you say is like comparable size wise to the netherlands where in what what state um well i mean i don't it's definitely smaller than it's definitely smaller than new york state you can get from the top mm-hmm. to the bottom of the country driving in about three and a half hours oh, wow. okay all right so it's kind of kind of like new jersey almost in a way yeah kind of you can get from the top all the way down to the bottom in about three three and a half hours and go from left to right in about two or three hours also okay cool because yeah. uh, i was gonna because part of my question is like where is like rotterdam to amsterdam geographically to it's about so Okay, if this is the if this is the, the if the Netherlands is like a like a kind of 
I don't even know how to describe it. They're about they're about an hour and hour and fifteen minutes away from each other. Okay, cool. Yeah, but you have to drive to that connecting city Utrecht in order to get to the other one. Oh, okay, gotcha. So sense. it's it it's almost like if you can you can get from like New York to Philly. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay. That's comparison. Maybe right, cool. a little less time, a little less time than going to Philly. But All right, that I love making making these connections and <laughs> and trying to understand other countries a little bit, but. Vivaldi, I'm very excited by, um, again, this look is super cool. The nail gloves are awesome with the chains coming out of the uh, uh-huh. two fingers. Um, definitely one to watch. That didn't what? freak you out with the danglies coming off the nails? No, because it, it it's not off the actual of the nails. nails. Yeah, no, the it nails was on. Yeah. Okay the that. nails are on, this the chain. I know, crazy, right? But um, there, there is video of me of... So I, I was doing it for the podcast when we, we did make Mike watch Black Swan and um, Aria Derchi decided to film me as we were watching those nail scenes and I was screaming. So those were put on the internet. They're out there. So somewhere. if a queen's like nails pop off during a performance, does that freak you out? Not as much because I know they're fake, but because <laughs> that happens to me all some, the time. <laughs> I've had, yeah. Um, someone for iconic someone did a nail uh, heidi did a performance about nails because she knew i had a phobia about it i'm so fucking pissed at her. i was like you did that to me on purpose she's a bully trying to get me mad <laughs> um vivaldi's look for me absolutely a toot definitely a toot i hope we get to see like more fun hair like this from her all season yeah definitely a toot and i have a feeling it, i mean because she does her own stuff i'm sure she yeah. really worked yeah hard on her stuff and i really enjoy sculpted cool looking things like that yeah absolutely the audience said this was their favorite look of the promos 95 percent to five percent boot that checks out i think honestly so those are 10 queens um like i said this is maybe because this promo look is so good i'm very excited by this cast me too Um, i really hope the production is good as well I know there was the season one. Oh, you always get that season one filter where things don't look as polished, but the queens bring it. I hope the production has been amped up a little bit. To well, the rumor is they, all the girls just saw this just saw the first two episodes yesterday. Oh. Okay. Um, and from what I gathered from speaking to uh, from speaking to a couple of them, um, they've all said that the editing is significantly better than it was first season. Um, they said it, the production looks amazing. They're all super excited for it. So, I mean, I have high hopes. I think it's going to be a good show, but we'll find out on Friday because I'm going to the premiere. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I am very excited that, um, the show is coming back. Um, I usually like to like reveal the results of like, um, Instagram followers just to, to track it from start to finish. Um, Drag Race España actually did, uh, like an infogram where they showed what the, um instagram followers were from show announcement to the finale Finale. and it was really cool to see who went up and down because it was like oh my god killer queen's number one and then she dropped 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 um i don't see that happening here vanessa van cartier is uh, our tops at 30.2 k um we have they were all a little bit disappointed with the amount of followers that happened right after the announcement it was on the lower it it was because we still have five who are below the 10k um spot so five. listeners go follow them go follow them give them uh, a boost let them be able to share things by swiping up that's the dream of 10k right <laughs> totally 
exactly. Um, get them, help get them verified. But uh, yeah, no, the, I, I have faith by the end of the season, they'll all be up there. Um, it just takes some time. And again, with timing, I literally went in for a procedure last week for my back and came out to the promo looks. I was like, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, Most of us weren't ready for a drag race hall and cast reveal, but I'm excited. I think the international seasons have almost all been exceptional television to watch. And I don't doubt that drag race Holland two is going to be a really, really good season. I revealed who I think the winner of the season will be. I feel like Miss Felicia, you are on the same page as I am. I'm definitely on the same page. Miss Vanessa definitely has it for me. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think it just so. it just seems right. Um, again, as we all said, look at the placement of the promo. Look, she she's in the middle for a reason. You you don't put someone dead smack in the middle if they're not going to be a super contender. Um, Truth. Any other thoughts about this upcoming season before we wrap it up? They all look gorgeous. I'm very excited to see what they have to bring. That's about it. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll get to um, critique Miss Skyla's work this season. We'll see if some of her... We have a couple on there, yeah. We have a couple. All right. I think it's like three or four. Three or four of my wigs are on. There. That's exciting. That's exciting. exciting. You d- d- don't tell us who. We'll, everything should, will be a surprise. Um, but where can we find you both on social media um, or any of the cash sharing apps? I don't know what you have in the Netherlands. Because I don't think you oh, can have any. I, mean, I got everything. I got I got PayPal. I got Venmo. I got Cash App. I got Tiki. It'd be a Netherlands girl I can give you a bank transfer if you want that's fine <laughs> well I got to all right who wants to go first who wants to share their deets um you can follow me at miss fellatia on instagram that's at miss fellatia m-i-s-s-f-e-l-l-a-t-i-a and then on cash app t grunin because i'm also a boy that's t-g-r-u-n-i-n and you can also follow my boy instagram at that same at t grunin um, I'm a spin instructor and post a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> um, okay, well, mine's actually pretty easy. So on Instagram, I'm Skyla, S-K-Y-L-A-N-Y-C. And it's the same thing for PayPal, Cash App, uh, t- uh, Venmo. Yeah, it's exactly the same. So Skyla, S-K-Y-L-A-N-Y-C. I figured streamline everything. It makes it, it makes it very easy and no excuse not to give me money. True. Exactly. <laughs> now, how long before you have to live in the Netherlands before you get rid of the NYC? Uh, never. It's my it's my thing. <laughs> it's my selling point, honey. Let me tell you. That's I'm true. That is, I'm that's a true. Mouth New Yorker. I say, I you know I say coffee water, so it's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> we love it. Well, thank you both for being here, and I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of chats about this season as we go through the season. Thank you both again. Thank Thanks you for having man. us. The biggest thanks to Miss Felicia and Skyla for coming on. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.